I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. Welcome to Rich Text, a podcast about our cultural obsessions, like highbrow comedy specials about the blowjob. If you're listening today, you're already a paid subscriber to our audio and written newsletter, Rich Text. Thank you, as always, for being here. You quite literally make our work possible. We're here today because we watched Jacqueline Novak's Get On Your Knees, which dropped on Netflix on January 23rd. And that means that we simply must meditate on the humiliation of lusting after the common shaft. Yes. She is the bard of heteropessimism. She's like, can you believe how embarrassing it is to just only be into men as a woman? And I relate to that. <laughs> I, I truly do relate to it. <laughs> I relate to Jacqueline in so many ways. She is oh, like yeah, my her icon eight. after watching this show. Same. I love this show. I have seen it in person. I can't remember if I went two or three times. I was there when they taped this special one of the nights. Yes. So I was like, zoom in, zoom in and you can find Emma. (laughs) I, I haven't managed to do it yet, but Emma found herself. I did find myself. I think it probably requires... A, a really just way too much effort so like, no one else should do it but like I did want to find myself and my two friends that I was there with shout out to Kate and Caitlin I found all three of us and let me just say when I saw myself I just had the the look of like sheer delight just like <laughs> beaming up at Jacqueline that was that was the vibe I was giving during this comedy special just grin laughter I mean it's which is exactly what you want when you were watching a live comedy show it was completely genuine there was no cue card up there being like make your face into like a rictus of delighted happiness (laughs) you know you're you're, that was really how you felt yeah it really it really (laughs) was and frankly like you can't fake that I've been to many a comedy show where my face is arranged in a very different (laughs) expression that's sort like of like you're for doing death. it you're you're yeah. doing the show congratulations which is quite a thread in this show actually the importance <laughs> of pretending to laugh when someone is trying to amuse you but let's talk a little bit about the background of this show for those who aren't familiar i'm never quite sure how much like i feel like i've been so aware of the show for years even though i've never seen it But I'm not sure how much of that is because it's just such a hot ticket in New York and presumably wherever else she has shown it and performed it. Yeah. And how much it's penetrated to the broader culture. I was wondering the same thing because it feels ubiquitous to us. But I do think it's just like so directly targeted to us. I mean, she did her first run in New York City. She is within our age demographic. And these jokes are literally for people like us who want to have these sort of like NPR discussions (laughs) about (laughs) sex and yeah intellectualizing the lowbrow exactly it's it's very much for us yeah but get on your knees is a one-woman show it was written by and performed by 41 year old comedian Jacqueline Novak and she premiered get on your knees back in 2019. So she's been working on this show for a very long time. And the stage show was directed by fellow comedian John Early, who's fantastic. Yeah, of Search Party. Search Party, yes. And Jacqueline spent, yeah, years perfecting this show. It started with an off-Broadway 
run in New York City. She toured around various cities in the U.S. and Europe. And in 2019, it was a New York Times critics pick and was nominated in 2020 for a Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Solo Performance. And then I guess the pandemic happened. Yeah. It really, (laughs) really shut down this burgeoning artistic phenomenon that was poised to kind of take the comedy world by storm. You know, she had a lot of shows canceled, obviously. We all kind of stopped going to the theater for a while. But as things picked back up, she did start performing the show again. And in June 2023, she filmed a few live performances of the show for this Netflix special that just dropped, which is directed by Natasha Leone. I think Natasha Leone just like went to one of the early shows and was like, this is incredible. Is someone directing this for streaming? Can I direct it for streaming? I love that. And it makes so much sense to me because honestly, the first thought I had as just a normal audience member in the small Cherry Lane Theater was like, when is this going to be made into an HBO or Netflix comedy special? It just yeah. felt like it was it was kind of made for that. And it was. Also, it literally it was. was. Like, this was Jacqueline Novak being like, how can I break through? Instead of just, like, trying to do bigger and bigger little bits, you know, five-minute set, 10-minute set, 15-minute set, working my way up through the comedy scene in that way. What if I just wrote one big cohesive special and – just charged ahead with that and tried to get it made as a special. And that's exactly what ended up happening. It just took a few years. It's honestly so impressive. Also, I just want to say that I did not realize Natasha Leone was directing this <laughs> until I showed up at Town Hall and she was doing all the voice of God, like no <laughs> photography or whatever, you know, announcements. And her voice is so distinct. I was like, that's Natasha yeah, Leone. Is Natasha Leone here right now? Is she <laughs> in the room like, with us? Apparently, she is. Wow. She was there along with, I saw Drew Barrymore that night. I saw Katie Couric. I saw Patricia Arquette. Like, it was a celebrity and feminist media studied yeah. <laughs> crowd. This is one of those, those shows that I think people see it and they just get so excited. They connect really personally to the material and they feel just like inspired by how ambitious it is and so then if they're a celebrity they're just like well now i get to be friends with this person because they're not even that famous they're just like hi i'm mark ronson i loved your show you know compared to you i'm like extremely famous and powerful so then all of these celebrities started getting on board the get on your knees train and it became this place for in the know or or famous entertainers to to entertain that's themselves. so true it's the like indie set of celebrities yeah who are like i i live in new york not in <laughs> yeah and i i you know i am a little bit more intellectual you know about my entertainment so she she's gotten some some press around this special she had a big profile in the new yorker she had a profile in the washington post she also of course got some coverage back when the stage show was was first making a big she had a profile in the new york times at that time and she had some glowing review coverage so there's a lot of jacqueline novak media out there for us to to dip into and sample but the special in itself is so much. It's an hour and a half, which is really long for like a stand-up special. I love that in the 
New Yorker profile, they're like, everyone advised Jacqueline to make it shorter. (laughs) And she was like, no, absolutely not. No, every part of this is important. Even I think in like the the paste review, which is a little critical of the Netflix special, they're like, she could have cut this bit or that bit. But, you know, she does at least call back to it later. And that's the thing. There are all these random bits where you're like, why is she talking about ghosts right now? But she uses them all in the end. (laughs) They all get pulled back in. She's the master of the callback. That is something that I was so struck by the first time I saw the show because it just felt so thoughtfully plotted like the arc was so intentional there there are all of these little bits that feel totally unrelated that come back around and I just I I find that so satisfying yeah when something has been set up for you and then you get that payoff at the end it's like yeah I love it and as writers I think we find that very you know, yes. that's like that speaks to us. We're like, I can't just put whatever in an essay or in a in a in a profile or a feature. It needs to be doing some work. And sometimes you're watching a stand up special and you're like, they just kind of took some of their favorite jokes and they're just finding ways to get from one to the next. But if they even do one callback, it's like, oh, wow, they really went the extra mile to tie this together. This feels so much more. Like, like it, it feels wrong to even call it a comedy special, even though I know that's what it is. Like, I think of it as something much more cohesive. I want to call it a one woman show. You know, I was going to say it's like a, it really is a one woman show, a one woman play. Yeah. Almost. It is somewhere in the space between a comedy yeah. special. It's like a and stage a essay. Play. And it did yeah. start out as an essay when she wa- wanted to, you know, she talks about in her profile in The New Yorker, like, when she wanted to find a big piece of work to break through with, she went back to writing she had previously done and an essay she had been working on about the blowjob. And that became this show. Like it, it started as an essay. It's a, it and that is like what it essay. feels like. Yeah. It's an essay on stage, which and is and like that's probably why we love it. <laughs> we love, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything should be an essay. Short stories, essays, comedy specials, essays. <laughs> Exactly. It's it's the one the one true art form in my eyes. You just listened to a free preview of this week's Rich Text podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to listen to the rest of this week's podcast and our entire Rich Text back catalog, you can become a paying subscriber at clarendemma.substack.com. If not, you can still enjoy our free weekly recommendations. Rich Text is hosted, produced, and edited by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray. You can find the written version of Rich Text at clarendemma.substack.com. You can find us on Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod, and you can find our other podcast, Love to See It, over at Stitcher and wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on TikTok and Twitter at Love to See It Pod. You can also find us individually at Claire E. Fallon and at Emma Lady Rose. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.